one time summer camp. All right, welcome everyone to this one time at summer camp. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Thompson. I've got my co-host here, uh, Aaron. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, Hi. Aaron. And no, John. Hey, Say John. hello, John. Hey, what's up? Cool. All right. Yeah. I guess John's not talking today. That's fine. Um, yeah, we like to kick this off with a good get to know you question. I actually have one that is listener submitted. Yeah. Um, this was tweeted at us. Uh, I'm sorry. Did it? you say we got to tweet? Yeah. Someone. Uh, we were tweeted on June 26th by David Box. Um, he said for get to know you question, if you could have one million of something other than money, what would it be? Oh yeah, um. So I guess I will start off. Uh, I'm Jeff Thompson. I work at Lutherdale in Wisconsin. David Box is my boss. Um, I've also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. And if I could have one million of something that was not money, I'd probably say guitar strings, because um, I break a lot when I play <laughs> yeah. them in the summer, Good. and Good. especially that G string. I yeah, it's brutal. Oh God! Every guitarist joke, right? Everybody there. heard that. Jeff needs one million G strings. I need some <laughs> B's and D's in there too, but mostly. Oh G. yeah, yeah. Some of those. Not E. E's never break. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's good. That's a good answer. Dang. Yeah. You went like useful and practical. Right. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> John, you go. John, you go. Um. If I had one million, who of are something, you? I would. Huh? You have to say oh, who like, am who I? Are you? We yeah. always forget. We always forget. Yeah, I just like I want to jump in and start talking about myself. Um, I'm John. I'm in the lovely state of Idaho today, where it's blistering hot. Uh, went out to weed my garden this morning and uh, didn't do it. How hot is blistering hot there, John? Uh, like twelve. No, it's. Supposed to get up to ninety four today? No, poor thing. Yeah, <laughs> we might hit triple digits this next week. Sometime. Quit stalling. Like, what's your what's your one million answer? Oh, my one million. Oh, I uh, I do not currently work at a camp, but I did work at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the lovely Sawtooth Mountains. Um, my one million of things, I would take one million paid vacation days. So. I, <laughs> <laughs> so that I could use each one of those days, maybe not each one of oh those days, gosh. but I would uh, go backpacking a lot, and I would go visit all the other camps out there and write a book. I thought you were gonna say I thought you'd exclude like visiting your friends, and I was gonna be really offended oh. by that. But you <laughs> said camps, and I work at camps, so yeah, I assume yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, be included to, in that. He's literally going to fish for a million days. That's really I thought you would. You would say <laughs> I was like, this is where John's going. He's gonna fish. <laughs> That's plan B. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm Aaron Colwick, uh, former program director at Briarwood in Copper Canyon, Texas, and Camp Stony in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And then I would, I'm going to go some weird here. I would get one million cans of spam. Oh, what? Because, A, I love spam. I really I love do. spam. It's so good. You have to fry it up just right. Oh, it's so good. But I think of it this way not only would I have a lifetime supply of spam, it's also a very donatable, like food item. You could send it to That's all true. these different countries, and mm -hmm. it lasts for a long time. Um, you don't have to refrigerate it. It's great. So I think it's just a good 
overall product. And I mean, Sam, it's... if you're listening, I will gladly accept a sponsorship for this yeah. podcast. Spam. Some products are meat. <laughs> stuff. I've heard it as stuff Spam. posing as meat. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. no. My favorite, one of my favorite backpacking, which this will kind of lead into my hack, which, uh, Jeff, do you want to say that that's next? Yeah. <laughs> well, really quick. Um, I actually grew up near the Spam factory in Minnesota. <gasps> Yeah, so it's like a whole spam museum and everything. It was, <laughs> people would go visit it. It's legit. Dude, I want. it's on my bucket list to go there. All right. Well, if you do, let Please. me know because that's my – I grew up like an hour away from there. So. You we could stay at his parents' house. Yeah, I never actually went. I just know it's there and I've heard so much about it. But I don't like spam, so I don't go <laughs> to this. Have um, you ever had pan-fried spam? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, It's not meat. It's not real meat. <laughs> It is. It's just as much meat as hot dogs are. It's real good. Yeah, I'd rather have a broth than a hot dog any day. So, Well, yeah, but... <laughs> I'm not comparing brats to spam either. Like... Sounds like you are. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, brats and spam, John, do you have a hack for us? Oh, I do. So uh, <laughs> this next week, uh, this, this is part of my uh, one million things. I only get like six of these this time though. Um, vacation days. I'm going backpacking with a couple friends from with Tyler that we had oh, on yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. the sh- the show a couple couple of times ago. Um, we're going backpacking, and so that started my mind going of things to bring. I've got my list going. One of the things that I hated whenever leading backpacks or any kids coming up to camp was a brand new pair of shoes. Mm. They are the worst, especially when it comes to backpacking. We have parents that, you know, granted, they're so excited. They're kids. They're young. They're coming up. They're going to do a backpacking trip for the first time on on their own without mom and dad or, you know, that kind of thing. So, ah, let's buy them a new pair of shoes. Well, that's great. But make sure you do it with enough time to break those shoes in Mm -hmm. before you send them up into the mountains because you're going to get blisters and you're going to get a lot of hot spots and um, nothing ruins a trip quicker than three or four good sized blisters on a foot, a kid complaining and the off chance that those just might become infected and we have to continually irrigate and clean out those blisters. Yeah. Amputation, right? That's yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, real question. How long should you like how how far ahead should you buy those like boots or shoes and how long should you wear them? Like, How many times should you wear them to break them in proper? That's a good question. You you know, I if you know well enough ahead that you're going on the trip, I would give it a couple to a few weeks and I would wear them consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, I would not just wear them around the house or wear them on a walk on the sidewalk. I would take them, do a, do a short one mile hike somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. every other day or so get a feeling of where, um, it might start rubbing on your feet because you can also be preventative when it comes to blisters. You can, you can put moleskin down duct mm-hmm. tape on those spots where your shoes are rubbing onto your feet and completely just, avoid the blisters that way because you know that your shoe is going to rub right there 
throw throw some of that stuff on and uh then you should be good to go I but yeah if you so i'm getting ready for my trip i did get a new pair of hiking shoes <laughs> but um i am breaking them in they have done lots of breaking in um i find that on those hot spots if you just cut the cut a hole where that hot spot is it doesn't bother anymore <laughs> cut a hole in the shoe yeah 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 but it doesn't rub on your feet it doesn't rub on your foot that, that, anymore so that's true um john would you recommend wearing chacos while going backpacking i feel like it's the choice of because that's all i wear for... yeah so <clears throat> well 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 <laughs> Only if it's got the toe strap. So I will say that you probably won't get as many hot spots if you're wearing chacos. But uh, sticks, rocks, other things that cut and poke and chop uh, can (laughs) easily land on those feet. And socks are great, but they're not going to do a whole lot of protection like a pair of hiking shoes will do. Chacos are great to take with you, but do not use them as your sole (laughs) uh, (laughs) pair of, of hiking attire. Um, when, once you get to your camp, you get your camp set up, throw your chacos on, cool your feet off, get those sweaty socks off. Um, that also helps with blisters, but, um, or preventing blisters, but that is my camp hack. Thank and you, I'll John see y'all in the, the sawtooth next, next week. Come, uh, come visit me but campsite you, next to the tree with the big rock. You told us not to come to Idaho last week. You said... Don't. So. Said. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm confused. Come, like, You're giving leave. us mixed messages. No, you can come, but leave. Uh, this oh, is an okay. emotional roller coaster. I don't know yeah. what to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, John, for that hack. Always appreciate a good uh, hiking hack. Um, we're gonna turn it over to Aaron, who has our story for the week. Okay. So this is uh, kind of like I-, I don't know how else to phrase it. This is like my big story, like. And kind of how I got thrown in the deep end a little bit for outdoor ministry. Um, I've told this story to quite a few people, um, but I don't think I've actually told it here on this podcast. So we'll see how you guys do and what you would have done. (laughs) We'll see how you do. We'll see how you do. Are you Um, grading us? Is it pass fail or is it? This is this is a pass fail class. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) Do you do like the? bell curve do you you know in a pass fill um, there's not really a bell curve but yeah. you know whatever um, but like, <laughs> it's like more i of need a, some help it's more like it's more like a cliff dive type you can still grade on a curve you can do the average you know is there extra credit there is extra credit yes always okay. um so this is the story of how i started as a program director at briarwood um i i was working part-time for uh at a church and my day job was working as a telecommunications advisor, uh, which is very fancy talk for. I worked on small business phone systems and like worked with wires. It was just the you worst. were a Southern Bell. I... <laughs> was thank you. Am um, if you don't so... get that reference, please everybody look up Southern Bells on the internet. Um, but um... Uh, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh aaron please continue <laughs> so we um so i got I, I was doing that and then i actually i got this call in to go into ministry so i quit my uh southern bell job and i was working at the church part-time knowing something was going to happen um well i got the call to uh from the executive director at briarwood 
Um, and he asked me to come into interview and I was like, oh my gosh, this is huge. Like I, I would love to work at Campbell. So I go in and he's like, so I'm not going to lie to you. We're kind of in dire straits. And this is beginning of April. He goes, our program director just quit. Ooh. Um, and oh, camp think. is two months away. And so we, I, I, I'm kind of needing some help. So at the very least, we're looking for someone who can come in on an interim position and maybe it can turn into something beyond that after the summer, we'll kind of evaluate and see where we're at. But you got recommended to me because you've got history with camp and you work in church. So would you be, and you might be in an, a place to be able to do that. What do you think? And I was like, yeah, for sure. I love Briarwood. I love camp. I'm happy to help. Yeah, let's do it. And so through a very quick, probably the quickest process I've ever seen for a camp, I went from interview one to job in six days. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was because, I mean, like they were desperate. Right. And I, was, I am the op- I am the, you know, definition of if you're desperate, I can help. <laughs> so uh, April 15th was my first day. And Don't I Don't put that out on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, April 15th was my first day, and I walk in, and I have, I have an intern. And uh, I walk in, I'm like kind of, you know, talking to people and everything. I say, well, here, why don't you drive me around camp on the golf cart, show me some stuff. So we kind of take the tour of camp, learning about things, seeing what's new, seeing what's the same from when I worked there as a counselor you know, 11 years prior to this and kind of getting a feel for everything. Then we go back in the office. I'm like, all right, well, um, you know, let's break for lunch. And we'll, after lunch, we'll come meet my office and we'll talk about what we've already got for summer. And we'll go from there. He's like, okay, great. So I go back into my office and we sit down. It's a very small office. And so we're sitting in office chairs like, okay, well, um, so tell me about our staff. Who do we have? He goes, well, we got these two international counselors, uh, one from Germany and one from Columbia through the ELCA International Council Program, which was amazing. And I was like, sweet, love it. I was like, who else? He goes, yep, that's it. <laughs> it's Ooh. like, you've got you've got two counselors? He's like, yeah. And I was like, are either of them like, at least, do we have guy counselors? He's like, oh no, they're both female. I was like, come on. And so I was like, oh no, okay. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll do some med scrambling. Um, all right, let's, okay, we'll put a pin in that one. So tell me about uh, curriculum. Like, what what's curriculum are we using? Like, where are we at? He's like, oh, we're actually writing. We started writing our own curriculum, oh. um, called being a, the City of Light. You know, based on I think it's Matthew five fourteen or something like that. Um, but we're you know you're a city of light on a hill kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. Show me what you've got. So he pulls up this Word document, and it's got the theme verse. It's got a summary of what that verse means, and it says day one, and that was it. <laughs> And I was like, this oh, is nothing. Man. This is not this is the theme for a devotion. This is not a curriculum. He's like, Yeah, we didn't get too far. And I was like, You far? You didn't get anywhere. Like you put the key in the ignition. That's all you did here. And so Barely. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, like we are so boned. What did I get myself into? Like, what a losing situation. My career went down the tubes before I started. And so I'm like, okay, I tell you what, let's take five. And let's reconvene. I need a moment to process this. And so he left and I shut my office door and I was like, oh, no, I am so screwed. And that's where I'm going to leave it to you guys. So here's the situation. You've got can't you've got staff training in essentially 45 days. You've got camp in 60 days. You have no curriculum. You have no staff except for two international counselors. Um, I will say you have a somewhat limited budget, 
um, like most camps do, but you do have a little bit of leeway um, because they're with the removal of the program director and then an interim coming in, there's money left with staffing and stuff like that. Um, you're averaging probably 300 campers over the whole summer. Okay. At that point, um, seven weeks. What do you do? Um, before we get started, I have to confess something, you guys. I've never told you this, but I used to work at Briarwood, and I actually quit all of a sudden in April. Um, <laughs> so I was the one that screwed you over, and I'm sorry. You know, it was me. Uh-huh. Jeff, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be the man I am today. So here's to you. <laughs> wow, you really screwed up. Jerk <laughs> <laughs> so anything I do wrong is Jeff's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John, oh. do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? I'll let you go first. All right. Um, so this is hard because knowing what I know now, mm-hmm. I think changes what I would have done five, six years ago. Sure. Um, You're old. Yeah, right. Uh, my first <laughs> summer, I started in January, but it was a similar position where um, we had like just interviewed staff, but no one was hired. Um, we were writing our own curriculum. Like nothing was ready. But it was January, and I had plenty of time to, like, figure stuff out. Um, so I think the old me would have just, like, figured it out by myself. Um, but knowing everything I do, um, the first thing I would have done is I would have reached out to uh, a Mr. Don Johnson. Don Johnson? The Don Johnson? Look at that. Yes, I would reach out to Don, okay. uh, who's the head of Lutheran Outdoor Ministries, a kind of a parent organization for all of our ELCA camps. And I would have reached out and said, hey, I just started and I could use some help. Like, you're the pro. You know people. Can you put me in touch with anyone looking for a job? Can you put me in touch with, like, someone that has curriculum that we could borrow, other camps? Like, help me network and find people that I can um, bring on to help us make the summer happen. He posts, like, job openings all the time. He'll email camps saying, hey, these people are looking for a job. Or LOM also makes their own curriculum. So I would have just, like go to Don and <laughs> John, you're so distracting. What was that? I don't know. Classic. I don't even know what you did. Um, yeah. I would have emailed Don or called Don oh, and man. just said, Hey, I need help. Uh, please give me a hand. I need staff. Um, I probably also would have called like local churches and talked to the Bishop and been like, Hey, do you have anyone that you know? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe begged, pleaded, bribed. Yeah. I don't know. That's Go good. to like Walmart and see if anyone's looking for a job. Like anything, I would have been mm-hmm. scraping every barrel to find staff at that point in time. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. How about That's you, John? Got. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> also, thank you for the affirmation, John. I was right. It was Matthew five fourteen. I'm so <laughs> proud. Matthew I'm so proud. For everybody that, uh... <laughs> oh, I think it's Matthew. He got it right on so uh if you have any bible questions you can email those <laughs> to this one time this number one time at summer camp to aaron Colwick and he will probably answer them sometimes you might not um so my oh yeah that's really hard i think just the same as jeff i would start reaching out to anybody i know anybody i don't know um saying hey have you got anybody that's interested um, I, I really need some staff and kind of start there because I think getting that, that lead out and saying, Hey, I need people will give you time 
to start on the curriculum and mm-hmm. to get working on that. Um, I also think there's an opportunity uh, if you have any former staff that worked at Briarwood yeah. or, you know, to reach out to them and say, um, are you interested in another summer? If not, would you please help us in reaching out to others? So would you share on Facebook? Would you, you know, get them the one, one of the things I learned in my time working as a program director is I can't sell anything. <laughs> not because for lack of trying, not be, you know, like, yes, I, it's my job. I go out there and market. I do what I can for camp, but the best sellers on coming to camp on working at camp are those people are the campers are the volunteers are the staff members that have been on before. Um, they are your number one sellers. I can come to you and I can talk to you about all these great things about camp and everything it can do for you and the awesome summer that you're going to have. But you're going to listen to last year's summer staff who said, hey, yeah. it was an awesome summer. I loved it. Uh, see you in math class. Um, <laughs> so reaching out to as many people as possible. And then I think also reaching out to past people about the curriculum you know this this is our bible verse have you seen something like this before and that can help you to the oh yeah you know we we used that uh three summers ago or whatever and start to build from there and creating your curriculum um i think for myself i used the lom curriculum every year one because it was super great two because i did not have a lot of time to sit and create something out of nothing mm-hmm. um and the lom curriculum was super great so there, there's resources out there there's curriculums out there that are available to you um to help kick that off but it's definitely hard to come into the beginning of the summer completely new and also have a lot to do for sure for sure well thanks guys um yeah, I so I did kind of a combination of both deals, and I did I did have one secret weapon that I ended up using. So, um, so the for staff, um, I did kind of what you guys were saying. I started calling in pretty much any favor I had. Um, previous counselors who hadn't worked a couple of summers, but that I mentored when they were like in high school, as when I was working with the Lutheran Youth Organization. I'm like, hey, you know, Logan. I know you haven't worked at camp in a couple of summers, but you play guitar. I really need leadership staff. I need people that have worked here before and can kind of, I don't have to hold their hand while they do stuff. Are you in a position to take a couple of months and help me? And they're like, yeah, man, I just finished my junior year of college. I'm good to help. Um, What that turned into was I had quite a few staff that were above the age of like 20 or 21. So I had an older staff that year, which was perfect. Amazing. Because it was... I had maybe five or six staff that were under like 18 or 19 and it was their first summer. And it was such a great learning experience for those that almost all of them eventually became leadership staff because they had such great like people to take them under their wings. Um, and it worked with like camp songs too. Like I had like two people that just like had no idea about any camp songs that ended up being t- like major musical leaders for the next few summers of like here's how this works and they would help teach other people and it created this ongoing um environment of come the older counselors take care of the younger counselors which was very much unintentional and very much a god thing i did not 
that was not my intention. It was more like, please come work for me. Um, <laughs> I also called pastors and oh, yeah. asked like, hey, I need like I need recommendations. Who can I call? And that's how we got people. A few of our counselors, like uh, Courtney, who was on here, she was very much like Pastor Rusty Sullivan at Faith and Flower Mound. Do you have anybody? I was like, yeah, man, my daughter. She'd be great. <laughs> and it, it, you know, obviously working out well. Um, we were very lucky, and it was very much like every day calling people. Hey, can you come work? Hey, and the interview process was like a phone interview, and then saying, "Cool, cool, you're in. Can you start like <laughs> well in a month? Would that be good for you?" Like that kind of thing. Um, there was no like, "Well, we'll call in and let you know." Um, because I didn't want them going and finding another job yeah. or realizing, oh no, he's paying me pennies. And so, um, but it worked out and we ended up having a full enough staff for curriculum. I called on a secret weapon cause I actually, LOM would have been a phenomenal resource for me. I did not know it existed back yeah. then. Um, I, I had no idea. Um, I wish I had. So I called a former, uh, Briarwood alumni who was a teacher uh, she was an English teacher and she wanted to be a librarian. So like books and words and English and that, that's her thing. And I called her and I said, Hey, I could really use your help developing a curriculum. I know like you're a teacher and you develop your own curriculum already. She lived in Washington Smart. state. And I was like, I will fly you down here for a weekend. Wow. If you will help me create a curriculum, I will pay for everything. If you'll just take the time. I know that's a lot of work. And she's like, yeah, man, done. And her family <laughs> was down here. And so she flew in on a Friday morning. We worked till the end of day Friday, all day Saturday, and then Sunday morning. And I flew her back Sunday afternoon. And she was actually at the time running her own camp. Um, it was Lutherwood in Washington State. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it was – that was my secret of calling. And that's Beth, it's Bethany Dietrich. And, and she, I think she listens to this. A huge shout out to Bethany. Like totally saved my butt. Um, I think she ended up using the the following year. We did the same thing, and she used the curriculum for her camp as well. And then we learned LOM made a curriculum, and I was like, wow, that's a lot easier. Let's just do that. And so – but it was just this amazing, like, all these different pieces pulled together. And that summer to this day is probably one of my most favorite memories hmm. and some of my most proud moments in that summer with that staff. Um, but it was what just – it was such a cool thing to be able to take part of. So, yeah, that's kind of what we did. But your guys' answer is pretty much spot on as well. You guys passed. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but did I, did I do better than Jeff? You know, I can't say. That's it's pass-fail, John. Pass-fail. Um, but did, like, I pass b better than him? <laughs> no. you, you know what? You get a bonus point. How about that? <laughs> yes. That's right, Jeff. Eat it. <laughs> uh, wait, you said we could earn extra credit. How can we do that? Uh, class is over. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's see. Um... I, I hope nothing. this is how got... it is in my master's program. That could just... <laughs> <laughs> just uh, is there extra credit, sir? Excuse me, extra credit? Um, did I do better than him? <laughs> oh, man. I think one big takeaway from that story is don't be afraid to ask for help. Right. If you are a new counselor, a seasoned counselor, a new program director, an executive director of 30 years, don't be afraid to ask for help because there are so many people, especially in the camp industry, that are willing yeah. and wanting to help and just like us are willing to share stories and whether it helps or not, we love sharing. <laughs> so sure. uh, definitely reach out. 
Good call. Good moral lesson, John. You always give a good moral wrap-up, He does John. that, yeah. Well, I'm going to burst your bubble. Hey, John, I texted Aaron Uh-oh. if I did better, and he said yes. You, be cool. You, <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah, I did better. Well, <laughs> but like... Uh, this is the last time. <laughs> uh, Throwing you like, both under the bus. Yeah, cool. I, I think we both did great. I was the cool one in the class. Fine. Jeff, if others wanted... To un- know if they passed or failed, oh, yeah. how could they contact us? Yeah. Um, well, you I'll can text you Aaron. Phone His number. phone number is. Um, hang on. Five five five. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. No, if you want to reach out to us, there are a few ways to do it. You can find us on Facebook at this one time at summer camp. Uh, like our page. We'll post some content down there, and we update when new episodes come out, things like that. My dog is being loud, um, so you might hear me in the hey, background. you're quiet over there. Yep, I'm trying. Um, you can also email us at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. Send us your story. Send us fan art. I don't know. Just fan art? Talk, yeah. oh <laughs> Whatever you want, just send us stuff. Dangerous, our email. Yes, right now we just get some fan art. Please someone draw us. Please. We get junk mail. That's all we get on our email. Um, no, here's what? the deal. Legitimately, though, like, it doesn't even have to be a story. Like, I am prepped for the next time we do this and I'm hosting. I asked the program director of Briarwood, Avery, for some good get-to-know-you questions. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So I, I encourage anyone who's listening, like, throw just simple things. Like, what's your best get-to-know-you question? What's a good camp hack? Mm-hmm. Like, anything that you want us to talk about. Like, just a funny answer that you want us. I have an answer prepped from matt Baumhart of briarwood the next time one of you at gives a story he said please say this as one of your answers <laughs> and right. locked and loaded nice i like it yeah uh email us contact us reach out uh, make sure whatever you're listening on give us a like review um subscribe hit that button um mm-hmm. also if you're watching on youtube we are on youtube we have two episodes out there this will be number three um i was a little sad on our first video it had one like and one dislike. It's now up dislike. to two likes and one dislike. Um, so thanks, whoever was the second person. like. I, I want to know. You you also said somebody gave us a one star review. Yeah, I saw that on the Apple Podcast. We had a one star review. I don't, I don't know how to look up who did it, which is fine it, if you don't it, like this. It has to be someone random that like was like, "Ooh, summer camp! I love summer camp!" and listened to it and said, "Who the heck are these yeah. guys?" If it was any of our friends. I'm going to be really upset about that. Just so you know. It was Logan, wasn't it? I swear. Logan, if you did this. I don't think Logan listens, guys. (gasps) I I don't know. Don't say that. I don't think he does, because I think he would have commented on something by now. It it hurts my insides to think he doesn't listen to us. For for anyone, I'll wrap up with this, and we're we're dragging on here, but (laughs) for anyone else listening, Logan was like part Logan was like this part of like group of us that like oh we all kind of bonded together during some training event stuff with LOM, and it's so sad that he can't be a part of this. Um, he's busy being you know important to the great Super state of gay. South Dakota. So I think that if he's not listening, that's such a true shame because he has to at least be on as a guest so he can reunite the four of us. He does. He does have to be a guest. Reunite. His back, his his photo on Facebook is a picture of us in Colorado. Aw. <laughs> Which heart. I don't I don't know if that's a <clears throat> compliment to us or just shows how much he doesn't Facebook and doesn't up- <laughs> It might be that. It, I don't know. <laughs> the last picture of Logan Gooch. 
<laughs> All right. Well, so, thanks anyway. you guys for uh, sharing a camp pack, sharing a story, being on, having fun. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week with another episode of this one time at summer camp. Say goodbye. Deuces. Next. Water in your Bible quotes and listen to one time summer camp.